Forget about dinner. No, wait. Shoot. It's afternoon tea first, isn't it? All right. <clears throat> Forget about afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. It's 11 Z's. There we go. Whew. I was really worried you were you were totally going to drop that ball on me. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've been known to drop balls from time to time. <laughs> well, you know, when you're juggling so many. As you do. You can only do so Yeah. Well, uh, welcome, listeners, to, to what is an episode of the brand new Lord of the Rings LCG podcast, Eleven Zs. Can I tell you for sure what episode this will be when it airs? No. I think <laughs> this may be episode two, uh, but we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm planning on recording maybe a half a dozen or so of these and kicking them out. So we'll see where this... That's the magic of pre-production. Yeah, especially when they're only 11 minutes long. That's, you know, I think by design it was uh, it was conceived to be easy and, and very modular in that way. So Exactly. Well, in that case, you know, we are using time up. Look at that. We're already uh, more than a minute in. And I haven't Damn, it goes so fast. All right. I know. I haven't even let my guest introduce himself. Ah, we're, on, we're on a time crunch, but uh, introduce yourself. Tell folks why they should care about your opinion. Um, hi, I, I'm Sean. I I have played Lord of the Rings for a, a good long time and have spent some time, a little bit of time talking about Lord of the Rings as well, theory from time to time. Um, and really, I'm just I'm kind of I'm seeking my own death by overexposure. I'm I'm trying to look out and trying to go out the same way that Polly Shore did, uh, where where I'm just on so many things and people get sick of me. So, yeah, and we're just we're just on that path. You know. He's still alive, right? It, is he? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the Poly Shore curse. No one cares. Yeah, exactly. He made he made a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time for him to relaunch with a with a new and improved Poly Shore. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure he could do some just, voiceover or something. Yeah, just thought. Well, speaking of new and improved, uh, I was good segue. I know. It's like I've had years of practice at that. <laughs> that one was actually halfway okay. Most of the time they really suck. But <clears throat> so I, I was chit chatting with Sean uh, yesterday, I think, day before, something like that, about an idea that had randomly struck me while I was uh, at our friendly local game shop. And uh, I, I had kind of a mental revelation here, and I started bouncing it off with some other folks. So uh, Sean and I were headed in a good direction with our conversation, so I thought I'd, I'd bring it on air. So here, here's my premise, listeners. That is uh, that we have several LCGs here uh, produced by FFG right now, and several, of course, that they have uh, completed, as I believe their euphemism for death is. And <laughs> the older LCGs came in that larger like board game style box, right? Thrones first edition. Lord <laughs> what, of the, the one that actually fit cards. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The and you you could buy the the wooden inserts from like Broken Token and stuff, and things mm-hmm. like that. I think it's Broken Token that does those, right? Yeah, Broken uh, Token, so, Go Seven. There's there's a few solutions. Yeah, yeah. There's several. It, you know, it's pretty handy. I've got I've, I've got a couple of those myself. Um, but starting with uh, let's see, Thrones Second Edition, I think wasn't that the first one that came in the smaller Conquest. size box? That's Conquest was Conquest. The, the one that broke it. Yeah, Conquest. There we go. Came out in that smaller box. It's just a little bit larger than the deluxe boxes had been. Um, and, and I and I realized, well, hey, wait a minute. Star Wars LCG was just completed, uh, and it was the only other LCG using those big boxes still, uh, other than Lord of the Rings. And the Lord of the Rings core set, I believe, is out of print right now. So I thought, well, shoot, are they going to do a revised core set like Netrunner just did? Hmm. Hmm. Cue me messaging Sean. <laughs> so what What do you think, Sean? Is that is that a possibility? I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, if if anyone's listened to to things that I've said in any of my other venues, I don't want to be that guy who only talks about one thing and complains about the game. But I do think that uh, a, a revised core, a la Netrunner, where they they fix some of the mechanical issues, maybe toss out some of the dead cards or, or cards that aren't as useful. I mean, so many of those corset cards never see the light of day nowadays. And if they do, it's yeah. in like one specific deck because there's like three separate heroes that like squeeze some little droplet of use out of this this card in a, in a single way that makes it actually worth one of your 50 slots in a deck. But what yeah, are those so, tactics so, archers again? In yes, the horse that's set? exactly who I was thinking about the horseback archer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just right up right up there with the horseback archer is the uh the mirkwood archer long, long. Uh, i think so no mirkwood longbowman maybe i used no. to used to use from the cycle yeah anyway that that leadership sylvan is just just awful but anyway i you know i really do think there would be some value in giving players who are looking into use the corset now to spring into kind of the more modern metagame of of lord of the rings i think there's value in in cleaning that experience up i think there could be too and and i feel like we should maybe specify listeners i'm not talking a a second edition of the game like game of thrones went through where the Mm -hmm. rules were broadly the same but kind of cost curves were retinkered and timing rules were restructured a little bit and uh, things were not compatible with the old cards. I, I'm really thinking something just like they did with, uh, or at least very similar to what they did with Netrunner, where they just pulled from the existing pool and chose a new selection of cards for the for the core set. All the rules and such are still the same, and many uh, of the cards still remain the same too. They just they they right. I think the big thing that um, they did was they changed how it, with conquest they changed kind of how core sets are structured where um, you get a greater diversity of cards but fewer duplicates um, so people are kind of more incentivized if they want that full playset to get all three cores and I personally as a diehard I really like that because at the end of the day I'm getting all three cores well actually I only own two of Lord of the Rings just because those those few one ofs weren't enough to entice me but anyway yeah. at the end of the day if you know, I, you see where I'm going. I, I just think I just learned a lot in yes. how to construct and make a better out of the box experience. 
there's yes, less exactly. like dud cards that are just totally unplayable out of those more recent core sets. Well, and I think maybe my point about not owning three cores of Lord of the Rings is the main thing. Like, I would be buying that core. I would be paying forty dollars MSRP for an extra copy of Unexpected Courage and Fortune or Fate, which now you know the main hero that that works with is now nerfed. Uh, right. I mean, like I'm paying forty bucks for maybe four cards that would ever actually get used. Uh, but with the new core set structure, where there are way more one ofs, you get more for that third core, and the 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 core set environment is is more rich and diverse. And that I think would be a really cool reason to do it. Okay, so here's a, a different uh, side of things, and this is what really sent me toward the podcast because we've been talking about how it would give them the opportunity to drop out and kind of pseudo rotate. I'm going to say since this is a co-op game and there's no rotation planned at the moment, uh, but but pseudo rotate some of the really unplayable cards from way back then. But what about some of the stuff that's like way above the curve in many people's opinions, or at least are too much of a staple auto include i think you've got some thoughts there <laughs> i do and you know what i i waver on these thoughts all the time so here's my thing um i think particularly looking at steward of gondor and a test of will which are these two just cornerstone cards in the game that do this really fundamental thing and they do it with almost no setup and no restriction at all those cards strangle current design space because at the end of the day, if I want resource acceleration, I can just pay two resources, immediately get two resources back, and that character makes bank for the rest of the game. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I don't care if there are overpowered cards in the pool, but when it seems like those overpowered cards are strangling the the development of new cards that do maybe a similar thing in a more interesting way and give us more options to play with, yes, then I, I'm of the belief that those cards really need to go. Well, I, I've got a couple different thoughts uh, in that realm. One is that if you do pseudo-rotate them out, like, if you've got a you know card of whatever kind that's that's at the top of that curve and became the go-to choice if it gets dropped out of of the pool for one reason or another there's always something else that's in that was in second place and is now going to be the new first place when you have a card pool that doesn't rotate a, as a whole like en masse and now you just have a another auto include you have a different one a one that maybe compared uh to the card that left is inferior but if the card that left is you know gone it's still superior to the others and then it is still the the new auto include and so i don't know but part of me also then wonders if you pull up the average power level of everything else by kind of cutting out some of the chaff and including some better options maybe the auto include stuff feels better because you don't feel a shoe. Yeah. I, Man, I did not plan to just, you know, leave that <laughs> right where you don't get a, get a say back, but we're at 11. Damn it. All right. Well, we're good. <laughs> if you've got, if you've got uh one last thought, you can fit it before we hit 12. Go. Nope. We're good. Well, let's, let's, let's leave that where it's at. Mm -hmm.